When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, this is the Talking Texas podcast. My name is Daniel. The boy HH. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Talking Tactics. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review and we'll read it on the show. We're on Patreon, so check us out over there. We uploaded something earlier today about Drake trying to beat Michael Jackson. Where are you accessible on the internet? I can be accessed via halfoffootballhots.com. Okay. Do you want to start with Chelsea City or do you want to start with United losing? What's more fun to you? Let's, let's, let's start with Chelsea City. All right. City played very well. City played C. well. It's hard to get on one particular player in that game because I think City just played so well that maybe it makes sense that Chelsea just didn't find their way. And if I can't pinpoint a particular player that played badly or a handful of them, then generally generally that means, okay, we need to look somewhere else, not at the players, but at the coach. So for Tuchel to come out in the press conference, the post-match, and say, I maybe need to look at myself, paraphrasing, I thought that was really refreshing based on previous management. Because <laughs> Frank Lampard, that was not in his DNA to come out and say, look, guys, it was my fault. I, I kind of messed that one up. We need to go back to the drawing board. He wasn't willing to do that. Um, and we've talked about why before. But Tuchel, obviously Champions League and one of the favorites, he's, he's more apt to come out and say, yeah, I, I probably got that one wrong. But where do you think... Chelsea went wrong. If we know something's wrong, what was it? Probably should have gone with because uh, he, he went with the same setup as the second half against Tottenham. So three in midfield mm-hmm. and then with the and with the two up top. I think that there were maybe the lineup made sense. I think where he went wrong was not making a change earlier on. It made sense. Werner has speed quick transitions, but City dealt with the Venner very, very well, and Venner was particularly trash in that festival because he didn't know how to control a ball. So what Sukkot should have done is, okay, I fucked that up, half time, make a change, bring on a Havertz or bring on someone, and actually make an earlier change. And I think what we now saw was Loftus-Cheek seems to be somebody who would have dealt with the press a lot better. You know, so I think that too defensive, not brave enough in attack, and also not brave enough without the, the, the ball. I think the Chelsea would have pressed a bit more higher and taken a bit more risks in trying to rush City into making those quick forward passes 
and trusting your your defense against City making those forward passes. I just think that Chelsea were far too deep and just inviting City on, which is mm. fine. But you need a counter game. And the counter game wasn't there because every time the ball came to Werner, Diaz was able to come up really tight to, to Werner, forced him with his back to goal and make the balls bounce off of him, you know, so. <laughs> if your outlets are Lukaku and Werner, that's trouble. Uh, no, it's not. Because, yeah, it for me it is because the ball has to stick primarily to bring Kante, Kovacic and Jorginho and the wing backs up the pitch. No, 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 Lu- no, no, no. Lukaku then, is no. better at being the target guy and holding the ball. No, 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 no. But but it depends. But it's not comes to your midfield though. If none of if, them are dribblers except no, no, for Kovacic. No, that's but if your midfield, that's, that's the issue. Kante had a bad game. Yes, he had a, he had a bad game, very bad game. Because if your midfield do their job, they can bring the ball up forward and give the ball to Werner with with him facing forward. But the mm-hmm. issue was they were so they dealt so badly with the press that they kept getting dispossessed and kept on being rushed in. So passes to Werner too quickly back to goal. City recycle the ball, comes back at them. So do you know I you know. think it goes kind of to what I said last week. Not exactly, but you can see where I was going with it. If you're playing a partnership with Lukaku and Werner. Lukaku is in the team to score goals, not to create the situation for goals to be scored. But it almost seems if you play those two together, the threat is Werner behind, which makes Lukaku want to come towards the ball to hold it, to bring him into the game. When I think the purpose of you buy Lukaku, so he's on the end of things. He's the one that's supposed to be running into the channels and using his strength and his presence. So he's, he should be a, a bigger problem for the Stones and Diaz's and Walkers of the world. It shouldn't be Lukaku coming short, Werner going into the channel. You try to find that ball around, and now it's Werner against Diaz. Like, that's not fair to Werner even. It's just like, bro, like this guy's bigger, stronger, and better than me. That should be Lukaku. But when you play those two as, as a partnership, and there's no number 10s, really, with uh, whether it's Mount or Havertz or whomever, it detracts what I think Lukaku can bring with him facing the goal rather than with his back to it. But it goes to your point that once you see that, don't let it take 60 minutes for you to find a solution. Because once he brought Havertz on and he took Conte off, I thought Chelsea played better. You do have to marry that with the fact that City have their goal. So maybe they're just, okay, we scored Stanford Bridge. Let's see if we can just kind of hold on a little bit here. And I gave Chelsea the initiative to... To, to find their feet once they make the change. But I'm not a fan of the Werner-Lukaku partnership for a number of reasons. <laughs> it does not inspire confidence in me at all. What else from that game is is interesting? Uh, Loftus-Cheek. I want to talk about Loftus-Cheek, man. <laughs> off, off the Aston Villa performance in the Carabao Cup, I think he might be Chelsea's best midfielder. Excluding Angolo Kante, oh, no, Angolo no, Kante had, had those, a bad game. Those fifteen minutes that he had, those fifteen minutes that he had, the, I was like, "Oh, geez, like a guy that can actually receive the ball and turn on the ball and actually has strength to bring the ball up forward." He because makes, my thing is that it makes Jorginho look bad. Of course, he does. Like <laughs> my thing is that a, any midfielder, you must have a midfielder who is able to have composure on the ball. Mm-hmm. I always like it too. Schweinsteiger's performance against Barcelona in the second leg at Camp Nou 2013. 
if you watch that performance, just watch how composed he was on the ball against a team that were pressing high because they were like, what's 3-0, 4-0 down. Mm-hmm. Composure, relaxation, and just the calmness of mind to know that you can come in. I'm, I'm already thinking three, four steps a- 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 ahead. But I think that's in Lobster Chick is like, no, give this guy a run into this team because this is a guy who can carry the, the ball and is able to have a good first touch and basically keep himself in good movement because Do you know what he is? the midfielder of Chelsea was nah, that was, was nonsense. He's he's Jorginho and Kovacic together in that position because he has the technical ability to, you know, he can just keep it lubricated like Jorginho does, but he actually he can dribble with the ball. I don't, he's not as good a dribbler, I don't think, as Kovacic. I think Kovacic is the best dribbler at Chelsea, but he's not far off. So that's cool. I would say though. I would love to see Loftus-Cheek closer to the goal. If you're going to beat a man, don't do it in the center circle. Do it on the edge of the box. And if you could get him in the situations where Mount or Havertz are, that, in my mind, works. And I don't think Tuchel is an idiot. I think he knows that. But when you're dealing with a player that's injury-prone like Loftus-Cheek is, I think the reason you don't play him in that front three Maybe it's a two in that case, but if you move to a three, the reason you don't play him there is because I'm asking these guys to press and to run and to harry and to just be constantly moving and be a constant nuisance to where the deepest midfielder doesn't really have to do that as much. So if you're Tuchel, you think, I want him in the team, but if I ask him to do what Mount does, he's go- I'm going to break him. For me, I would love to see, like, if you change the formation and you gave me 4 2 three, one, Loftus-Cheek in the number 10, bruh, he would be there to, like, we, we, we saw with Sari, like, he has an eye for goal, he can dribble, he can beat players. The only reason he gets hate, I think, on social media is because he how he looks. Dudes realize, like, this guy looks attractive and my girl likes him, so I got to hate on him because he just, he has too much. You can't be good at football and good looking, like, it's not fair. So, so that's why he gets hate, but if, if it's if it's based on football, He's just too techie, man. Like the back, the flicks, the tricks, the the body positioning. Like he's just a very, very, very good footballer. But it's just I wish you could play closer to goal. But I get why you aren't, which is sad. But look, I think Saul. I think he might be cooked. I don't think he's getting in this team, bro. Because <laughs> a flop, man. I already know this. They should just send him back. <laughs> <laughs> like why 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 are you here? <laughs> really? If Ross Barkley in my head is a better option than you, we have problems. Saul Niggas. Niggas, Niggas, Niggas. Saul Niggas. If I were brave, I would make that the title of an episode eventually, but I don't know if I can bring myself to type in Saul Niggas. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Um, All right, for City, though, City, they were the winner of the week because you went to Stanford Bridge, one of the harder games you're going to have this season. Perhaps the toughest away game you'll have this season based on how people think Chelsea are. And everybody else dropped points. So let's talk about Manchester United. I think the games were happening at the same time. Or am I thinking of a different game? No, no, same time, same time. Yeah, same time. So... I was more focused on the Chelsea City game, but there were things happening. Were you watching two games at once? 
Oh, no, no, no. Clearly, what's, what's wrong? <laughs> so, on the highlights, we saw a few things. This would have been a great episode for me to ask, like, hey, Carl, like, what's going on? But I think Carl, did you see the, the video he put in the group chat? Like, he was talking with Louis Van Hal this week and stuff. Like, oh, oh. Carl, was up, Carl was up to something in the Netherlands. But nevertheless, congratulations to Carl, though. He was nominated for, like, the Northwestern Sports Journalist of the Year oh, or something shit. like that. Nice so, one, man. But, yeah. So it would have been great to have somebody who actually watched the game, but the scheduling was was not good. So two things we know for sure. Ollie's in trouble. Or it's shaky, not in trouble. And we finally got a penalty. So (laughs) there was questions of who's going to take the penalty. Is it going to be Ronaldo? Of course Ronaldo's going to take the penalty. Why wouldn't he take the penalty? But it was Bruno. I'm thinking of Martinez. Obviously, we've all seen the the, the video of uh, Emilio Martinez just kind of trolling. Like, now give me Ronaldo. Give me Ronaldo. I want Ronaldo. I want Ronaldo because he's, he's he's trolling Bruno. And I don't think Bruno blasting over the bar like that is an accident. I think he was trying to prove a point to do, and he just put too much on it. Um, yeah, so what did you make of that whole situation? And then maybe put that in context for what it means for, for Ali. <sighs> Same old, same old, man. <laughs> the like, people could say, like, like, United fans, why does every Revel fan want Sokshet to be manager of United? Because you know, as long as he's manager, these dudes wouldn't be a threat. Mm. Simple as that. As a manager, you have to be able to figure out a way to get your team to beat Aston Villa at home. And again, this just goes to show that you, you've been given so many opportunities because you scored a goal in 1999. Because guys have still delivered a trophy in the amount of time that you've been here. I mean, there's there's no excuse not to beat Arsenal at home, man. Is this one of the instances where it's just one game? So we'll get into this when we talk about Barcelona later. But it's just a game. It's one game. Like, it's not good, but it is just one match. So should there be... The, the, like people are putting Ali on trial as if this game should be the referendum on whether he should oh, no, stay no, no, no. or it's, go. It's, it's, it's a larger sample size, man. It's a larger sample size of not great performances, you know. Like, if not for that penalty save, they drop points against West Ham. Even I think the game against it's, um, what did they play? It's the game that they drew, Young Boys. Yeah, oh no, no, but there's another game in the Premier League where they drew. I can't remember which one it was. But then, and also, you've got young boys there as well. So, the performances in several <laughs> games. Pause. Pause. Yeah, no, young boys. Young boys. <laughs> uh, so, so far, United have played... They, they beat Leeds 5-1. Yeah, Leeds was Leeds. Yeah, then Leeds. Southampton was a draw. Wolves, Newcastle, lost to young boys. Beat West Ham. West Ham was the, the Jesse Lingard at the death. Then they lost to them in midweek. And then they lost the Villa. So, yeah, okay. You could say, okay, it, like I said, it's shaky. But, oh, you lose to Villa. Now you you should be sacked. I think, okay, who do they hire? I'm seeing people, the names that people are saying. You really think you're going to get Ten Hag mid-season from Ajax? No. People in their heads, they actually think that Zinedine Zidane is going to walk out oh. Old Trafford as manager. Are you thick? No, bad no, like the bad kind of crazy. thick, not the good kind of thick. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you slow? Like, it, I don't. Zinedine Zidane is not going to coach or manage a Premier League club in his life. I don't think that seems like something maybe Manchester City could pull off. Maybe, 
but nobody. No, no, else. no, 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 no. Never say never. Anything is possible, man. Anything is possible. True. But yeah, that's not happening. The only name that's out there that halfway makes sense is Antonio Conte. But if it's not him, then who? Valverde, Setien, Allardyce, Lampard, Yardim, <laughs> Favre. I mean, the the names of coaches who are out there. It's not like there's some heavy hitter. There's, the only one that's out there is Conte. If it was me, I would I'd give Ollie more time. Plus, they they gave him they gave him a contract extension. They extended him for three years. So I think they're stuck with him. That's the bet that they 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 chose to lie in. As for the penalty itself, is there any situation where you envisage where you envisage Bruno Fernandez taking another penalty with Ronaldo on the pitch? I don't. Probably not. I'm surprised that he didn't even take it to begin with. You know, so because I I thought Cristiano would 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 just take over penalty duties, man. Pestered. I did too. But the more I think about it, Bruno's personality. I do you know the videos? Of him at sporting, you know, they substitute him or just something happens and he just goes ballistic might be a word. He'll he'll be in the tunnel and he just goes to this place of just frustration and anger. like it shows that there's something in him that he's really competitive and he wants to win. Like there's something in him that's just driven. The more I think about it, it does make sense why he'd be like, I don't if Ronaldo, cool, but this is my place. This isn't Portugal. Like you were at Portugal before me, so you know respect to the elder in that sense. But I'm taking penalties ahead of Pogba, ahead of Martial, ahead of Rashford, ahead of all these dudes. I know you're Cristiano, but this is my place. Like so, it's me. My name is first until it's not anymore. So maybe it does make sense for that for that first time. He's like, nah, it's mine. And then that puts Cristiano in a situation where like, do I really want to argue with this guy? publicly not really so I'll, I'll just let him have it plus you probably you, you trust that he'll make it so but the next time i think the coach is gonna have to get involved if he feels like it and he should just like bro we brought we bought ronaldo for 15 20 million however much it is arguably not even arguably he is the greatest goal scorer ever can you think of like huge penalties that ronaldo's missed the shootout in the Champions League in 2008. Well, like World Cup against Iran. Okay. So World Cup, Champions League final. But this is against Aston Villa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the the pressure there is it's minimal at best compared to the penalties he's taken. Like he's won a Champions League final with a penalty. So just give it to him. That's what I would say if I was Ali. Just like, bro, he's here. This is yeah. what he does. Let I, him take I, I, him. I mean... They said it was already pre prejudged and, and everything, you know. Yeah. So, but still, I mean, look. If if Cristiano is on the pitch, he's taking the penalty. Give it's it to him, man. <laughs> um. All right. North London derby. Let's let's ah actually let's do Liverpool first. Brentford. You know those clubs that come into the Premier League that you know you can think of maybe like Blackpool back in the day or. Norwich from a few seasons ago or Leeds last season, they come into the Premier League and it's kind of like, nah, they play really good football. Or Swansea, I remember when Swansea came into the Premier League, like, nah, they play really, really good football. But then they just get beat and battered and bruised. And it's like, yeah, you're playing good football in like air quotes, but maybe you should play a little bit more ugly. But Brentford, see, okay, they have like, 
you know, it can get root one-ish at times, but they have good players. So the football is not turgid or ugly or, you know, just it's not dead football. But they, they're getting results. So to put those two things together, I think is, is quite cool. So, you know, they go down two times, I think. I think they were down 2-1 and 3-2, and they clawed it back both times. By the way, have you seen Klopp with no glasses? Oh, shit, no. You know, if you started doing the YouTube channel with no shades, <laughs> people would just be like, hey, oh. hey this, is, this is weird. <laughs> like, put the glasses back on, bro. We don't want to see your eyes. <laughs> okay, to, to some people probably do want to see your face, but, you know, the weirdos. <laughs> just like I want to know everything about this guy. Like, dude, just calm down and listen to the subject matter. But yeah, Klopp with no spectacles is weird, man. It's I don't know if he got LASIK or if he's just like sick of the bruises that you get on your noses or what noses on your nose. But yeah, it's very uncomfortable or it's just awkward. It's just like, bro, this guy he's worn he's worn glasses my whole life since. When was I first made aware of Klopp? Like 2010, 2011, somewhere in there? It's just like, yo, no glasses. It's weird. It's like if he shaved and stopped wearing a hat. But what's up with Liverpool? Is it, is it their defense? I've, I've, I've been seeing people say that Van Dijk isn't as good because of the injury, and maybe that's well, part well, of it. He, he, he made a key block, though, in the, in the, in the game. Mm-hmm. So, no, look, it's, it's one. Look, Brentford, they're one. I think they're probably one of the better teams. And also, a team in their very first season ever in the Premier League, will be difficult to beat in, in their house because that crowd mm. will just go wild. For the, throughout the whole season, Brentford at home is going to be... It's, Brentford away will be a tough fixture for any team. That's a good point because if it was COVID and it was an empty place... Oh, different, different. I think they different. get slapped. <laughs> yeah, easily. But fun, it's, fun, a, fun, it's fun. a new stadium. And yeah, that... Is it is it the 1960s or the 1940s was the last time they were in top play football? So basically, nobody with consciousness has seen them play at this level before. That's a fan of them. So yeah, that's that's a good point, I think. Um, but yeah, Liverpool. So Liverpool drop points. United drop points. Chelsea drop points. If those four are the title contenders, then they're opening the door for Pep. All right, North London. This got out of hand kind of quick. Now again, again, I don't, the, the schedule gods have not been kind, because Roma were playing. I was gonna say Napoli because I'm sorry, but it was Lazio. So Roma were playing Lazio. So we have the Rome derby, London derby at the same time, and you could kind of flip it and watch both games at the same time, but not really. Were you watching both, or I hope you were watching the Premier League game? No, no, no. I was I was watching the Premier League, and then I then switched. I think the last ten minutes of Lazio Roma. So I didn't see the goals. Emil Smith Rowe, Aubameyang, and Saka. Mm. Those were the goal scorers. So mm. describe for me the football that you were seeing at that at that time. I think Arsenal were way more up for the game. Um so we're talking about just now Arsenal just had an extra step mm. in them and they just played with a lot more intensity and a lot more vigor. So every time they are, they attacked. They just seem to be just a far, far more energy and intense that, 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 that they had. And just, yeah, they just opened them up. You know, every time they got into the final third, they looked lively. The movement was, was all on points. Everybody, the chemistry was, was there. I just think that, you know, Tottenham just couldn't really match the kind of um, 
togetherness and 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 approach in mentality that Arsenal had. And then you have to look at the whole Kane thing, you know, is that you look at his body language, is the is the guy still with it fully based on what game? happened this summer? Yeah. Because he's looking uh, like oh like because in his mind is that man, I could have been at Man City. Mm. I could have been at Man City and yet again I'm just here watching my team get done over. I don't blame him. The management You signed a six year contract, bro. So I, I okay, you can blame him for that, but if someone's offering one hundred million plus, which is I we can safely assume City would have been able to accomplish that. And I tell you I want to leave, not even probably this summer, but the window before or whenever. Like, why would you put your manager and the player and the other players in that situation if you're Daniel Levy? It makes sense in the business side because maybe you could look, we're in a new stadium, we're here, we're there. We need a talisman. We need like a, a figure for the team. And Harry Kane is our captain. He's the number 10. He's that guy. So we have to keep him. But Tottenham are in, this is a transitional period. Like this team is not good enough to win something. How many people rejected that job? Do you remember when it was like every day, a new name? It was the Fonseca dude that used to coach Roma. Oh, yeah. It was Favre. Gattuso. It was, say again? Gattuso. 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 Graham Potter. There was just so many names that were linked with the job, and it was like, ah, he's rejected it, he's rejected it, he's rejected it. <laughs> it's just like, oh, what are they going to ask next? Like, Mickey Mouse? Like, what's what's going to happen? But if eventually they got to Nuno, and to get Nuno to leave Wolves, you're just lucky that Tottenham are perceived as being, you know, they were, they were going to be in the Super League or whatnot. So, like, this whole big top six thing, they got projected, but t- what have Tottenham actually done? Okay, there were the, the couple title races, the the one that Leicester won and the one that that Chelsea won the year after. Okay, like maybe they were in it, kind of. But bro, their their trophy. When's the last time they won a trophy? Um, a major trophy. I know they won the 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 League Cup in two thousand seven or two thousand eight, whichever. They beat Chelsea. But like the, they last won the league in the nineteen sixties. I know that. 1961, 1962, something like that. So, <laughs> 1960s. <laughs> JFK was still alive, bro. Malcolm X was alive. Yeah. <laughs> Martin, Luther, Martin Luther King Jr. was alive, bro. <laughs> and that's the last time these guys won a, a league title. That's a long ass time ago. Ku Klux Klan was. No, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> Um, so if you haven't won a, a, a league in that long to get somebody to come to you as like, yo, I'm, I'm upgrading from a wolf side that are, you know, they're there about that's a coup in a sense, but sell the dude. If he wants to leave holding on to him, doesn't make too much sense to me in a, in a, in a footballing context, but we, we, we know Levy doesn't, that's, that's not his primary focus. The, the money was that they offered you the. 120 or whatsoever should have sold, and then you can now use the money to basically reshape the whole team. But leave you stubborn, man. And sometimes you can be stubborn to a fault. Ooh, do you think he's it's like once bitten, twice shy? How do you mean? Fail, 
So they've done this before, where Bale wanted to go. They got a world record fee. I think it was 80 million pounds. And then they bought they bought so many dudes. It was Paulinho, Erickson, Kirakesh, Chadley. There was another one. It was like six or seven dudes that they bought. And of them, like maybe you could say Erickson was was a success, but the rest were like, eh. um, maybe they maybe he thought, look, we've tried this where we've sold our best player to a team that wanted it, and that was Real Madrid. Like if Real Madrid wanted Kane, maybe it's easier to let him go, but we're not gonna sell you to in Levy's mind, a rival, even though you're not even on the same level. Maybe if he could make that argument, like, look, we've tried this before and it didn't work. So let's just keep the keep the guy. Plus, he signed a, <laughs> was it a six-year contract, or and it was an extension last year, the year before. So maybe that's what they were thinking. But even still, Kane looks not interested. It's you know not what good, I mean? man. But Arsenal, Arsenal, man. So they they were playing the kids, Saka, Smith Rowe, um, the the Japanese fullback that they have apparently, is it's Tomiyasu. Tom, to, yeah, Tomiyasu. Seemingly playing well. Um, yeah, man. Guard, I, I I haven't heard any reports about Ben White as yet, but you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see on that one. Like I like I think we said this at the time. Like it was bad, but it was kind of a setup by the Premier League. Like, firstly, you should beat Brentford, but then to get Chelsea and Man City before the international break, that's tough because you're probably going to get nothing from those games. So you have to beat Brentford, and they lost to Brentford. So then they are no points over after three games. But now it's kind of like, okay, where do they fit in this thing? Top seven. Right, that should be their aim. Doesn't mean that they'll get there, but their aim should be to finish in the top seven. Yeah, but they I think their ceiling is seventh or sixth yeah. with Arteta. Yeah, I feel you. Oh, to to your point about um, what did you say? Uh, Arsenal were more up for the occasion. Maybe you could put that to you're playing at the Emirates and home crowd advantage in that. But do you think? Perhaps having a manager that played in that game, do you think that maybe had an ad? That's an advantage that he had, in, in as opposed to to Nuno. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. No. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of reasons, but I'm like, those Spurs players have played in that game before. They know what it is. Yeah, of course. Like Kane, Ali, Son, Mora. Like you, you guys should know what it is. So just to to not show yourself is not good. Um. We'll come back to the to the. <laughs> we'll circle back to Syria because I have something to say <laughs> about Jose. More primarily the bird, but we'll. <laughs> man, that's we, wild, man. We will get to the bird. We'll. <laughs> um, what else happened in the Premier League? I think those 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 are the major storylines. Unless you can think of anything else. No, no, that's, that's, no, that's okay. That's Let's go Spain. Barcelona are another team that I find people are overreacting. They haven't lost this season. Tell a lie. They've lost once in all comps. And that was to Bayern mm. Munich. You That can happen. But they drew two games. That, okay, you're like, okay, maybe they shouldn't draw. Okay, all right. 
But if they win their game in hand, you know they're a point above Atletico and two points behind Madrid. You're right in it. All you have to do is just win your game in hand. I'm saying win your game in hand. Maybe you say, ah, it's, it's not well, How likely that to happen, though? And obviously, that's the retort that people can go to. But just in the hypothetical that they win that game in hand, they're right in it. And for them to be in it, when you lost Messi, that's an accomplishment. The problem here is that Messi got people used to a standard that you shouldn't have been used to. He was plugging in all the gaps, assisting, scoring, creating. He was doing everything that he got you used to a level of, of performances or results, rather, that that team shouldn't have been getting. So once you remove Messi, you still kind of have the standard in your head that, hey, we're, we're, we're still Barcelona. We should still be getting three points here, there, and everywhere. No! That no, dude is no, no. too good and too Bas- talented. Barcelona should be beating Granada at home. <laughs> with with or without Messi, you should be beating Granada at home. I'm saying just you guys need to be more realistic. All right. That's that's the nicest way I can say it. Like we need to be realistic about what that team is and what it's capable of doing. All right. If Luke de Jong is your starting forward, there are limitations. Okay. <laughs> if bro. I still I haven't decided if Dest is a good player or not. Can you talk to me? Like, is Dest good? Have we decided like he's good? Like, I've, I've seen people like he's kind of talented, but not really. <laughs> I mean, he's got some some skill, man. But I wouldn't say he's the. He can sometimes do some really good stuff. Then other times it's like, uh, no, nah, this Damn. guy looks dodgy. We're, we're starting Busquets and PK and. Jordi Alba and all these dudes in 2021. It's going to be 2022 soon. It, it might be time. <laughs> Just like, oh, where, where's the new talent? So you got uh, Orojo, Orejo. What's the guy's name from Uruguay? Araujo. Araujo. Uh, very, very, yeah, good. very, very that's good. good. That's good. That's good. Mwengisa? Is that the Men- guy's name with the Mengesa. ponytail? Mengesa. <laughs> I'm so bad with Spanish. Because <laughs> there's like, you have to like purposely do a lift. Like yeah, yeah, fair, fair, yeah. Or like, but like saying Barcelona is like it's not Barcelona, it's like Barcelona. Like I, it's a lisp. Like what, what kind of language is this where you have to lisp? But yeah, like there, there's there's players in the team. That's not a title winning team. So for them to be in the top four ish, if they win that game in hand, obviously, that's good. Like what? Where's the problem? Unless you really deep down in your heart expect results. No, for me, it's no, it's it's beyond the results. It's the performances. You have to watch how they're playing. Put it this way: when they were coming forth with Rivaldo, Clevet, and Figo, they still looked good. Yeah, they came forth, but they still because they had Rivaldo, they look so ordinary because they don't have. Because as long as they've been watching Barcelona, they've always had a guy. Either whether it was Romario, Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Ronaldinho, they've always had a guy. So, but now. And Sofati, because that was a moment. Quickly, I mean, though, to be... quickly though, quickly though, like the the game that they drew last before this one, you might say the performance was bad, but Depay missed three great chances: one with his left foot on the volley that he shanked, a header mm. that he missed, and right at the end he had a chance with his right foot. If that was Messi or just any competent striker, if they, if it falls to a girl, he's making one of those. And then the win. 
you don't even look at the performances because the results are there. But because they're getting points in his draws, now we're looking at the performances a little bit more like, ah, this isn't good football. But really, DePay puts away one of those chances, and if you win your game at hand, now you're at top of the league. <laughs> oh, or maybe not top of the league, but you know, you're joint with uh, with with uh, Madrid. So I'm just saying, Barcelona fans, we need more evidence in order to say this is it. They were gonna sack Coleman with an unbeaten record in La Liga. How do you do that? I haven't lost, and you're gonna sack me for who? And you can you afford to sack me? Some I I asked on my on my timeline, how much money would it cost for Coleman to get sacked? Do you know how much money it is? How much? Twelve million euros. They can't afford that. They're asking PK to take pay cuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not even asking. This man took pay cuts. <laughs> Shout out to him, Titty, bro. I'm not taking no pay cut, though. Fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> but, you know, because PK's rich. You know, he's like a billionaire. He has, like... Plus, his, his wife is rich as shit, too. But, like, he has, like, companies and stuff. that it's like, look, I could play for free and still be okay. Well, Titi's like, bro, yeah. I can, you know, I got people in Congo, right? Like, it's, it's, I, anyway. Um, Fatty. <laughs> that was a great moment, bro. Damn good. I mean, it's like... So we thought that he's been out since like last November to come mm. back, first game back. And first of all, it was a penalty, you know. So I don't know, because I, I was saying that maybe Spain, maybe like um, racism in Spain extends to VAR as, as, as well. So I don't know, maybe that's like something now. But I'm like, mate, it's a penalty. You have to, you have to give it. But... Yeah, he looked sharp, looked good, and then scored a very good goal. And it's like, to do that on your first game back after being out for 10 months, he'll never be Messi because Messi is something we'll never see for a lifetime. But he can create his own legacy, man. And yeah. I just hope, basically, for the sake of football, I just hope that he stays fit, man. Me too. Me too, man. Um, just, I have so many thoughts. I don't even know which one to pick. The first one would be, Running to the doctors after you celebrate, that's crazy. Because like what what he went through, we'll never know. Oh, no way. Because you have the cert- first, you're 17, however old you are. Maybe 18 because his birthday is next month. Um, and you're injured. And it's like, wow, so I can't play football. That's maybe like his first major injury. So, boom, we're going for surgery. You'll be fine. That's probably what they're telling him. You're already in Barcelona with the what's the guy's name? C U G A T Cugat, whatever his name is, where everybody goes to get their surgeries. That's probably where they went. Um, and you get your knee fixed. It's like, bro, you're gonna be all right. And then, yo, rehab goes bad, or the surgery gets messed up, or whatever it was. And something that should have taken three, four, five months, you're out for ten, and you have to keep going back. Because he had a, a problem with his cartilage in his knee. Cartilage is like, uh, what did you say? It's like a piece of, not tissue, but like I don't know. It just it keeps the the your your thigh bone and your and your leg bone from rubbing together in your knee. So you want to keep as much of that cartilage as you can. But if it's given problems, then they had to go in his knee and take it out which kind of puts bone on bone. If anybody knows about basketball, like Dwayne Wade had that same issue where 
his bones were basically knocking every time he would jump and it, oh, it shortened shit. his career. So um, I hope Fatty can make as much money as he can before that eventually becomes untenable. But um, so for him to go to the doctor and the rehabs and the, the stress and everything like that was crazy. Then they, the director of the telecast, they went back to the family. You know, in in the stand, mm-hmm. so they were showing his sister, his mom. What I, I'm assuming, you know, sister, mom, dad, and like to see them like emotional, like that was cool. On the on the more footballing level, just like to see him come out in the number ten, he would have never thought I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna have the number ten. Think about it, like Messi, like when when I well, come back, well, I'll be they, playing they, with Messi. They, they, they offered it to they offered it to Cucutinio, <laughs> which is which 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 is a lot in the number Let's, itself, let's not man. even talk about that dude. <laughs> <laughs> the no, amount no. of money, he, the, the, the amount of money these it. guys wasted, bro. Jesus, man. Griezmann's gone. Coutinho's not great. Dembele, who knows? Dembele's another one where I just I wish him the best. Like, just stay fit for like. Can you give me a season or two between injuries, man? I'm thinking like from Fatty's point of view. I come back and I'm the number ten. Wasn't he? I think he was he 31. What was his number? I have no idea. It was something, but oh, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, it was, it was something, but yeah. it was something. He said it was something. Yeah, <laughs> he had a number. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was thirty-one, but don't quote me. He, he would have never thought I'm gonna be the number ten for Barcelona. Maybe like one day, like in the future. But I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna be playing with Messi, and maybe we could do something. Oh, he's gone. Oh, Coutinho doesn't want ten. Oh, I can have it. Oh, okay. And then to score, that's that's Disney Plus though. Yeah, right. So that's Disney Plus. Um, what happened with Madrid? Villarreal was it? Was yeah, it a nil nil draw? Yeah, zero zero. Yeah, I watched the game. I was like, nothing happened in that game. No, Hazard the, came the, on, the didn't do them, anything. Man. It was a it was a forgettable game, clearly, because I watched the majority of it. So that I can't remember is its own indictment. Um, did you watch anything from Bundesliga this this week? Uh, nah, man. <laughs> we need that, bro. I, I mean, I, was, I mean, I wanted to try and catch highlights, man, but didn't have yeah. to catch highlights. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Just, just for our own edification, mm. let's type in Bundesliga and what happened this week. So and, and, and I know Bayern won on the Friday night. Yep, Bayern won. Hoffenheim beat Wolfsburg. Leipzig beat Hertha Berlin six nil. Yeah. Uh, Cologne and Frankfurt drew. Marchen Gladbach beat Dortmund. Okay. Bayern have 16 points. Leverkusen 13. Wolfsburg 13. Um, Dortmund 12. Freiburg 12. So it's, it's close enough, especially for the top four spots. But <sighs> we know what's going to happen. Let's talk Serie A. Firstly, a result I wasn't paying too much attention to that I need to know. What happened to Juventus? They won, right? Yes, yes. Mm. They beat Sampdoria 3 3 2. Dabala, Banucci, Locatelli. Oh, Locatelli scored. Good for him. Um, the game that I really want to talk about, though, is <laughs> uh, Lazio Roma. So I'll, I'll assume you watched that one, too. Yeah, like, like I mean, like towards towards the end after the yeah. Aston Tottenham game. Exactly, it was kind. Of, it was one of those flip flop things where I was watching Roma Lazio, and then when that turned to halftime, I turned to um, 
Arsenal Tottenham, and then when Arsenal Tottenham went full time, then I switched back. It was one of those, but uh, it was a back and forth game. Not back and forth, but you know, uh, Lazio got out to a two nil. Pedro's goal was great. Slightly ironic because he was a Roma player for the past season or two. Um, he scored a really good goal in a counterattack, and you thought, "Ooh, two two nil. This is gonna get out of hand." And then Roma scored on a corner. Mourinho's reaction was really great. <laughs> he looked. I don't know if he. Mourinho's so aware of everything. Like I do think he knows the cameras on him, like at all <laughs> times. So oh, yeah. the way he just kind of looked back and was just like putting his hands down, like "Calm down, calm down. We're still in it. We're still in it." He makes me laugh. So uh, they got two one, and then I forget who scored, but it was Lazio scored. So then went to three one. Then Romo got one back, I think, and it was three two. So, but yeah, and the game finished three two. This is the only reason we'll talk about this. Bro, I didn't know this tradition. So maybe this is something that Lazio has always done, and I just don't stick around for the post-match or whatever. But they had – I was like, what the – what? what is that? It was – I thought it was a an animal. Obviously, it was an animal. I thought it was like a like a mammal. Like, is that a is that a dog or a cat? Like, what is, what is that? What is that big? Yo, it was an eagle. I did not know eagles were that big. Did you know eagles were that big? Yeah. You know, I didn't. I think it was a bald eagle as well. I've never seen a bald eagle in real life, so I didn't know those things were that big. But they gave the birds. The trainer had it, and then he he was putting this thing like the glove on Sorry, and then the bird went on the glove, or it was already on the glove, and then Sorry just kind of lifts up the bird. I'm like, what the, what the hell kind of tradition is this? Like okay, what if it starts flying? What does Sorry do then? Because he's the one with the glove. Like, did you quickly give the glove back to the trainer? Like, yeah, he's just like look, see it's sake. Oh no, look, it was wild, man. It was wild. The whole thing was wild. The size of the bird was just. Firstly, I think I'm scared of birds, especially big birds. Like, I don't, I don't like the idea of birds at all. But I was thinking, <laughs> which is normally dangerous. This will this will never happen, and you will understand as soon as I say it why this is foolishness. But imagine there was a black manager of Lazio. Mm. <laughs> Do you think they could get him to hold Bird? <laughs> oh, who knows? It, 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 it depends what the kind of black manager it is, man. Isn't there like a Tarzan guy who like There is no man. way after any match I'm holding. A bird on my on my wrist. That's not happening. I don't care. Yeah, we won. We got the three points. Be happy. But I'm not getting close to a eagle. The bird was damn near as big as sorry. It didn't even put his wings out. If it puts his wings, what? do you know what? What is the wingspan of an or a bald eagle? You know what the wingspan of a bald eagle is, Hefo? Well, six to seven feet. That means if a bald eagle stretches out its wings, that's bigger than Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> or or, the, or on, on the short end, 5'9". Okay, I'm sure there's some of you out there that are 5'9". But, you know, so an eagle's wings are as big as you. But, like, the biggest one, 7'5". That's bigger than Shaq. I'm not getting near that thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> no siree, Bob. <laughs> Not happening. 
knowing what I know about black people and like wild animals, maybe 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 they could get have hope to go near the bird. But I'm not getting near the bird. <laughs> I'm not getting near the bird. Like I, I, I tweeted this out. I'm like, look, anything that's kind of sort of like a dinosaur, I'm I don't I don't like it. So you know, birds are basically dinosaurs. So oh, yeah. I'm I'm not. Mm-mm. Let's say they hire you at a club, and their tradition at the end of the game is we're gonna lift a baby crocodile. <laughs> like that's their tradition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not the club for me. Keep your money. I'm not coming here because I'm not doing that tradition. That's just a silly tradition. I'm sure it has some kind of meaning, but I'm not lifting animals. You might get me to lift like a cat or a dog or like a puppy or something. That's that's fine. That's cool. You can do it like Simba in The Lion King. I know you don't like The Lion King, but you know, we can do it like that. But a whole eagle. My thing is, I thought they were small. Oh, no, no. I always knew that eagles were large, man. I've always known that. Do you know why the super eagles are called the super eagles? No. How big is a super eagle? If a bald eagle is seven feet, what is a super eagle? Or is it just a... <laughs> no, no, look, I, I, I don't think a super eagle actually exists. It's just called... Oh, just a nickname. Oh. <laughs> I'm so stupid. No, no, no. There's not, there's not an actual thing called a super... No, it's just super eagles. No. Yeah, if you type in super eagles, it just comes up with Nigeria national football team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a species. Actual, no. It's not a species, no. <laughs> Swear I thought a super eagle was like just a big-ass eagle. <laughs> They just mean super, like, we're, we're great eagles. Okay, got you. Any Super Eagle news while we're here? Super Eagle star impresses as CSKA Moscow maintained perfect record against a Russian team I can't pronounce. Well, who, I mean, Osima is, is just doing pretty good with Na- Napoli, man. Good scoring run. Napoli are still undefeated, 100% record, won all their games. Early days, early days. Do you know what? what how much time do we have? Oh, we have, like... Two minutes. You want to do like a quiz? If I ask you like questions about the Super Eagles, I'll, I'll, I'll probably get it wrong. So right. it, it, okay, it doesn't matter. Who is the head coach? I'm just going by Wikipedia. <laughs> head coach. A guy who shouldn't be the coach. They're not wrong. <laughs> who, should, who should be sacked? We'll we'll do five questions. Who is the captain of the Super Eagles? I think is it Ekong or yep. Trust? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's the same guy, William Trusta Kong. Yeah. Isn't isn't he part of Oyibo Wall? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a white man and a mixed race captain. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> what Let's it go. is, it is what it is, man. <laughs> All right, there are two names <laughs> for most caps. Um, and either either one will do. So, who has the most caps? I'll give you the number one hundred and one. Yobo. That's one. Can you give me the Can you give me the other one? Can I give you a clue? You want a hint? Is it Obi Mikel? No. Well, what's the hint? What's a good hint? If I give you position, I'm giving away. Um, he played for a team in France. So, so it can't be a culture. No. Let me even check if my hint is correct. Oh yeah, it is. It is. It is. Okay, go. He's a he's a, it's, it's a goalkeeper. Oh, Ayama. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, wow. He, he, he played for Leo. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I gave head coach, captain, most caps. You got both, so credit for that one. 
Um, top score. Who has the most goals for the Super Eagles? Oh, you're, you're kidding. Yep. 37. Bro. Osimhen, he should be getting that. Oh, no, 37 like goals. Like, shout out to, you know, Rashidi Yakini, legend. Mm. Best World Cup celebration of all time. But mm. don't, that 37, that should be achievable for whoever the, the next guy is. And it seems to be Osimhen. What is the name of your national stadium? Oh, wow. Like he said, oh, um, because it was the Oniko Stadium in Lagos, which obviously got changed. This one, this 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 one's in Abuja. You see, that's like I've, the the only one I know is the Odiko Stadium, which I don't know. Wait, 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 what's, what's it called now? Moshad Abiola National Stadium. Oh yeah, I, I'd have never known because I didn't know that. They keep on playing like in different places, so not always Abuja. So they keep on going around. So yeah. tell tell the truth. Listen, on June twelfth, twenty nineteen, President Buhari announced the change of the name of the national stadium, Abuja. To Mashad Abiola National Stadium. President Buhari made this pronouncement during his speech at the Democracy Day celebration on Wednesday at the Eagle Square in Abuja. So, I guess it was just known as the National Stadium Abuja, and then they gave it a name recently. Maybe that was an unfair question. But anyway, Super Eagles. That was a big ass bird, is my point. So <laughs> champion Champions League is today. We can we can leave the the prognostications and stuff. We'll we'll just enjoy the games. Anything else that you want to tell the people? Stay safe, stay swell, stay sassy. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on the social medias. Links are on the description. I'm at the end of the look. Half Hope is at Half Hope Hut. Or you can go to his website, halfhopefootballhut.com. Sir. Um, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Talk to Texas Podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. Peace, peace, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.